Pursley. Pepper Pursley. Hi, Pepper. Been a minute. Uh, I just want to say, like, I love you. Like, I always see you, like, interview people, and I'm glad, I, like, I'm here to get that. Pepper Pursley, go ahead. Pepper. Pepper. Thanks, Pepper. What's up, Pepper? That's my girl, Pepper. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of Dish with Pepper. This is a special episode. It is the 2023 in-review episode, which was a big year for a lot of different reasons. Um, I had to bring in my friends and coworkers, Noah Eagle and Drew Carter, um, who I've both worked with. I'm super excited to have on the same podcast together. I worked with Noah on the Clippers Kidcast, which feels like it was way back for me um, and kind of the start of my journey, which is super cool. Um, you may have seen uh, Noah calling a recent NFL playoff game. I was like, my dad was like, oh my gosh, is that Noah? And I was like, I think that's him. Um, I feel like you have a very distinct broadcasting voice, and we were like, that has to be Noah, and it was totally you, which is awesome. Um, he's also part of the Nets broadcast team. Um, just curious, what are you working on next, Noah? Yeah, so we've got I've got Nets coming up, and then we've got some uh, Big Ten basketball, if anyone wants to follow along. Just got, got back from Purdue at Indiana, so that's been a lot of fun. You know, I, I've enjoyed watching Zora dominate with Caitlin Clark, which has been fun for our family at at NBC and Peacock, but uh, they, they've got me on the men's side. So if anyone wants to check that out, feel free to join along. Yeah, I remember we were looking for um, one of the Big Ten games. We're like, it's on Peacock. Um, and I love that NBC Sports is great about posting um, all that stuff. So, yeah, it's really awesome that they have it on there. Okay. Um, and my next guest, Drew Carter, I worked with recently on the Toy Story Sunday football broadcast, which was so much fun. Um, and I saw you make your first Sports Center appearance recently, which was also awesome. Um, and I watch Sports Center all the time. So, so excited to see you. Uh, what else can people find you working on? Yeah, thanks, Pepper. That was fun. I got a chance to show off my Corgi socks at the end, which yeah. was cool. And uh, if anyone if anyone gambled on what I was going to do on SportsCenter, talking about Corgis was a must pick. So that's what I did. I'm also working with the Celtics. So uh, division rivals with Noah, right? Brooklyn and Boston. Um, but luckily... But I know where Pepper's allegiances are. So okay. I, feel, I feel comfortable right now. Well, that's all right. Maybe we can swing Pepper to the uh, the dark side and the best team in the NBA and the Boston Celtics. But it's been a fun year. All right. Awesome. OK, thank you for joining me. I'm super excited to have you both on together. Um, if anybody doesn't know, they went to college together. So this is kind of a cool connection that the three of us have. Um, all right. So we're going to start off with just general big storylines, favorite thing in sports in 2023. Um, Noah, do you want to start? Yeah, I mean, this was an easy answer for me, and that was the Toy Story broadcast. I mean, you guys involved in it, and as someone who, you know, was part of, has been a part of the Nickelodeon broadcast for the last couple of years, it was cool to see it evolve in another way. And, and Pepper, you mentioned we got a chance to do the Clippers Kids cast, so you had experience in this type of field. Drew has gotten a chance to do a couple of these types of broadcasts now the last couple of years, but the technology and what you guys did along with Booger was was fantastic and really fun to watch. So I enjoyed locking in for it. That has to be high, high, high on my list. And then just from a personal standpoint, all the stuff that, that I got to do, uh, probably my favorite game was Notre Dame, Ohio State. So I would put that high on the list as well. But it didn't clear the Toy Story, all right? You guys very much had a friend in me watching at home. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, that broadcast was a lot of fun. And I just appreciate being able to do anything that can hopefully get kids into sports. 
Um, and I love that. I thought it was super fun. I was like, if I wasn't part of the broadcast, I definitely would have seen that and been like, oh, I'm watching this. Like, 100%. immediately. It's such a good idea, and it looked really good. So. Yeah, well, Pepper, this is kind of awkward because my favorite thing in sports was also the Toy Story NFL broadcast. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh! you said Noah and I went to college together. We were roommates. Obviously, we're on the same page here uh, because that was also my favorite thing. Of course, part of the reason why is we got to work together as well as Booger McFarland and hundreds of people behind the scenes at Disney and also ESPN and Pixar. I thought it was really cool. And I'm with you because, you know, I think the coolest thing we can do in sports is when we can introduce something to a new audience. And I think there were a bunch of kids hopefully watching that who enjoyed the football. I also love Toy Story. I mean, I rewatched all four movies in the two weeks before that game. I was on a flight watching Toy Story 3 bawling my eyes oh, out. Sorry. And I'm sure I was. I ended up on a watch list for TSA because why is this adult man watching Toy Story and crying on the flight? Uh, but if you've seen those movies, you know how great they are. But in the spirit of, you know, Returning the favor to Noah, I'll say my favorite thing in sports was the Nickelodeon Christmas NFL broadcast. That's my new pick for favorite thing in 2023. You really, you really enjoyed Andy Reid just getting tossed around on a crane is what you're That's telling That's right. I like yeah. the Yeti on the goalposts and all the slime, of course. It was great. Did you guys see that his mustache got frozen? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Let's put it that way. If, how if, does that even if, happen? Yeah, if you didn't already know how cold it was in Kansas City, the, the wind chill was almost yeah. 30. If you didn't already feel that, if you didn't already recognize that when Taylor Swift looked like she was literally in a freezer at CBS, <laughs> if you didn't just always <laughs> step back and recognize Andy Reid had one final example, someone who has State Farm commercials where he has to get real physical with his examples with chicken nuggets. He yeah. just wanted to make sure everyone saw just how cold it was with his stash. Well, right. I don't understand right. where all that condensation came from. I'm going to have to talk to a doctor. Yeah. But why was there so much liquid on his upper lip? That's the curious part to me. But it did yeah. feel like I was watching Nickelodeon again, and there was a Yeti. No, on no, no. Hold on. It, it was oh really so just, I think that's a, that's a high-pressure situation. It's normal to have perspiration. It's just not normal for the perspiration to then freeze over. To freeze. Right. Frozen exactly. sweat game. Yeah. Right. Okay. So my favorite thing in sports this year personally was definitely, I'm going to say it again, the Toy Story game. Um, yes. I thought it was just an experience that I never had before and nobody else is ever going to have before or have again. Like, it was just incredible. Like, the technology involved. Um, I mean, literally being an animated character, like, that's like every kid's dream, is it not? Like, <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. Um my runner-up for that was definitely the Little League World Series, which I did over the summer and hope to do again this summer, which I always enjoy as my second year doing that. I think, you know, going to Williamsport, going to the Little League World Series is just very different. It's similar to the Toy Story game, but in a different way. Very different from anything else in sports. And I love doing those kinds of things. Okay, from a reporter perspective, um, my favorite thing in sports in 2023 was just the general growth of women's sports. Um, if you know me, you know how important women's sports is to me. And just, I have so many examples that I could go on, but I'm going to focus on, A, the WNBA viewership and attendance was way up. I was at um, games in, in the city in New York for the finals, and they had people packed up all the way to 300 sections. It was incredible. Um, the Nebraska volleyball game, which uh, broke the attendance record for a women's game. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's incredible. Um, you don't see people talking about volleyball or watching volleyball a lot, but the fact that that many people showed up was amazing. It was amazing. 
Um, similar to that was the Iowa women's basketball sellout uh, when they played um, at the field, and that was amazing. I mean, another, like, cold game, not as cold as it was in Kansas City, but everyone's wearing sunglasses. I was like, wow. And they just had, like, so many, like, and another sellout against Indiana in a blizzard in Iowa. Crazy. Um, I love that they had the PWHL launch um, and so many other things, but I love that women's sports is continuing to grow. Okay. Yeah. Next hey, category. Pepper, Pepper yeah. Women's World Cup too, right? Yeah. Women's World Cup yeah. was good. Oh my god. The US didn't just, win. <laughs> yeah, yeah I almost put that out of sight out of mind because I just remember yeah. how crushed I was. And what was so yeah. frustrating was we were watching the game because my dad had recorded it, but because it went to overtime, the recording had stopped. So we were like, <laughs> we have to figure out what happened. Mm. But what happened was we were looking on YouTube, like to try to find the game, and we found a video that had overtime, but it had the score in the picture. Mm. it was so i was like i yeah exactly like it was honestly you really you really let's get back to the positive (laughs) all right so next category is athlete of the year which i feel like is a really hard one to pick considering all the sports and teams and athletes there are out there but definitely really important okay drew you start this time well, Pepper, that was a good segue to my athletes of the year. I have multiple. I don't know if I'm allowed to do that. Uh, Noah's rolling his eyes at me because I am bending the rules here. But my athletes of the year, uh, Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. Because like you said, I think the growth of women's hoops at the pro and college level has been really awesome to see. And it felt to me like a real moment for women's hoops when they played in the championship. you got Caitlin Clark, who's probably going to set the record for most points in her career and you watch her, it's amazing. She's like Steph Curry, but on the women's side, she's kind of carrying that team. And then you have LSU full of dogs and Angel Reese is their best player. And she's got her own persona. And it was a really, really cool moment. So I think I'm going to hand out a dual athlete of the year to Clark and Reese. Is that allowed? Can I do that? It's allowed, but what's not allowed is you stealing my answer. <laughs> I'm very frustrated. Well, Noah already right did now. that to me, so we're fair. <laughs> good, good yeah, point. I mean, I absolutely agree with you. It was I was going to mention that in like my um, favorite thing of sports in the year, but I was like, I'm going to save it for athlete of the year. Um, and I was, I feel like LSU is a team that's grown so much, even like with or without injuries this season. I think. It's kind of like we saw, we've seen super teams in the pros, but now they're kind of creating that in college with the transfer portal, which I think LSU did very well, um, which is kind of wild. Yeah, but Caitlin Clark, I mean, I just got to see her play in person against Rutgers, and she's electric and amazing. Um, Dynamic player, like, all the triple doubles is crazy, too, because people want to, like, oh, all she does is score. But, like, if you're assisting and rebounding at that level as well, she literally does everything. I think that's amazing. And I think what's also incredible is the amount of girls and boys wearing her jersey, her shirt at home and away, which is the craziest part about it, is she'll go wherever across the country and it'll be sold out because of her, which is crazy. And she's really growing women's college basketball in general. And I think that's absolutely amazing. All right, Noah, who is your athlete of the year? Yeah, well, first and foremost, I'll piggyback and just say, to, to see Jersey Mike's arena full black and yellow, like Jersey Mike's arena. If you haven't been to a game yet in Piscataway, that place, they are passionate. Like the Rutgers fans are very passionate. They sell that place out. It's loud. It's legit. And Caitlin Clark took that entire building over, which I thought was very telling. And she's done it pretty much everywhere she's gone. So a lot of kudos. 
Also, I will say, since now I know I can choose two, I was toggling between two all day, trying to decide. I had I had, I had narrowed it down to one, but now I'm just going to say, you know, let's go for the both of them. The first one I'll say was the one I was probably going to choose, which is Nikola Jokic, I think, for him to make the run that he did in the NBA playoffs and to eventually win an NBA championship. He answered a lot of questions. He, he kind of quieted a lot of critics over the course of last season's playoff run. And I thought more than anything, that was important because I think now people realize just how good he truly is. And he's been like that for a long time. But there were a lot of questions as to whether or not he could truly drag a team all the way there. So for him to do it, for him to do it in the dominant fashion that he did, to sweep through the Lakers in the conference finals and then really roll through the NBA finals, not single-handedly as a great team, but he he proved that he's the best player on the planet right now and I think continues that now into 2024. And then the second one I'll say is DeMar Hamlin. And that one I think mm. was without a necessary explanation, but uh, we were talking about somebody who quite literally had to be resuscitated and now gets back on the field 2023. He, he is probably the lock to win comeback player of the year in the NFL. And so just to see him around smiling and doing good in his community like he had before yeah. the incident has been really cool as well. Yeah, I remember watching the Bills game. I was like, oh, my gosh, there he is. And I think it's so amazing that after all of that, like, that's honestly terrifying. And being out there and playing really well, too, is incredible. Um and the Joker, oh my God. I think what's crazy about him is that there's no one like him, really. Um, just the way he carries himself, the way he is as a player. Um, I mean, I don't know how tall he is, but I know he's very tall. And he has triple doubles all the time, too. And that's what's crazy about it is how he can literally set up anybody to score and score at will as well. And I love that about his game. Well, so, Pepper, have you, have you seen him in person? Have you seen him play in person? No, I haven't. Drew, you've got a chance now to see him in person? We'll see him tomorrow at the Garden when they lose to the Celtics. <laughs> it's uh, it's different. Like it's yeah. just different to see him. It when you watch him on TV, you're like, man, this is incredible. But then when you truly see the floor develop and see how he can see things before they happen and and how he controls every aspect of the game, it's pretty remarkable. So a heck of a year for him, and it's only going to continue. On that note, Noah, we just saw Victor Wembanyama in person. Oh, I'm sure. And- Speaking of different, oh my goodness. I mean, watching him warm up. And I don't know if the Spurs do this on purpose, but it's a lot like Steph where he sort of does his warm-ups on his own and everyone is around the floor. Everyone's got their phones out. And it's one of those rare moments where you're living in it, but you know you're going to be telling your kids, your grandkids about it one day, seeing Wemby warm right. up. He's incredible. Is 7'4 even taller in person, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, the the arms, Pepper. That's the thing. His wingspan is oh eight. Oh my god, wingspan. And he can he jumps like he takes no dribbles from the three point line and jumps from the free oh, throw line. Saw, and that used to be yeah, amazing, dunk. but it's standard for him. Normal. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, next category: team of the year. This was a tough one for me as well because I think there were a lot of. I mean, any team will want a championship, even teams that haven't. So. There's a lot up for this, but my team in the year was the Las Vegas Aces, who I got to see firsthand a lot. I mean, talk about domination. They won back-to-back. Um, and I think their fan base is growing. Sports in Vegas, I think, is really growing as well, um, especially with the NHL, with the Golden Knights, too. But getting to see them in person, like, it's another one of those, like, pro teams that's kind of like the super team title that they get. 
but they really worked together incredibly well as a team. I think losing Candace Parker was tough, but they, I mean, they pushed through and they won. And that's what's amazing about it. Um, and I absolutely love watching that team play and also getting to talk to them a lot firsthand. And I can't wait to see them play next season. I mean, I, that was my choice too, was going to be Vegas. And I, by judging at Drew's face, it feels like that was also going to be his choice. Oh, no, but, no. Okay, well, I, I will at least shout out assistant coach Natalie Nakase, who used to work with the Clippers. She's wonderful. She's yeah. done an outstanding job along with Becky Hammond with the Aces the last two years. And you, you kind of mentioned it, but the fact that Candace Parker went down and they were still as good as they were. And Asia Wilson is right. ridiculous. I mean, she's truly a remarkable really player. Chelsea Plum yeah. is a perfect compliment. I mean, they've got uh, Chelsea Gray. Like, you could go through their entire team. Their entire team, their right. the player on their bench is still one of the best players in the NBA, in the WNBA. I mean, that's just how good that right. team is top to bottom. So they deserve a lot of right. so that that was probably gonna be my team. But again, since uh since you're gonna you're gonna go with that, I'll make a, a quick audible and I'll go to the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'll I'll say that because they lost Tyreek Hill and there were a lot of questions as to what the Chiefs were gonna look like in a post-Tyreek Hill world, and of course win the Super Bowl early 2023. It's been a tougher sled from there. But the the other part of it is that they've now gained another dimension of their team in Taylor Swift. And so that makes them ever powerful and it creates this fan base that they never had before. And you talk about right. new fans to the game. The chiefs have done that this year. So I'll give it to them. Yeah. I mean, no, I can't tell you how many of my classmates at school, I go to an all girls school. So had no idea about football at all. Don't probably didn't pay attention to the NFL. And then you know, they are talking about the chiefs. Yep. Thank you, Taylor Swift. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, they're all saying, look what you made me do, follow football. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's almost like there's an invisible string connecting all the fans of the Chiefs. That's a deep one. Mm, One of my favorites. No bad blood. People are enchanted, enchanted by the Chiefs. Um, So my team of the year. Did you write that down? Yeah, we're we're all big Swifties. We're three for three on that. So my team of the year, and also shout out to Noah's dad, Ian, who I think had the original... Uh, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift pun, finding a blank space in the end zone. Yes. And that that sort of set off the wildfire for everybody else to do it. So my team of the year, I was thinking about the Aces, but I'm going to go with a different basketball champion, and I'm going to say the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> I think we talked about Nikola Jokic earlier, and just the, the fact that the Nuggets, after almost 50 years in Denver, finally won their first championship. What a cool moment. And seeing the parade and Michael Malone, who could finally cut loose after, uh, you know, working really hard and and really grinding to get that championship. He could finally enjoy it a little bit. And uh, Nikola Jokic might be the only guy who didn't enjoy that championship. I think he was back in Serbia riding his horses because he actually likes doing that more than playing basketball, I think. But they were just amazing this year and they got a good chance to win it again. Absolutely. All right. This is kind of a fun possibly non-sports moment here with our favorite pop culture moments in 2023 but mine has to be something we just touched on which is Taylor and Travis and mm-hmm. that just absolute chokehold Taylor Swift has on the whole world honestly like the Eras tour was massive like to go which was very sad but it was also very difficult to get tickets which also says something about her 
I think her music is incredible. Um, yeah, so, I mean, what else would be my pop culture moment for 2023? And I did want to go first because I'm afraid somebody else is going to say that. <laughs> well, look, Pepper, I'm just glad we got to see the sparks fly between Taylor and Travis this year. Now, what's what's the couple name? I heard Noah discussing this on a broadcast once. What do you call them? Is it Tavis? Is it Swifty? My- I've heard trailer. That, that, it can't be trailer. It can't already. be. No, it can't be trailer. <laughs> it's got to be Swifty because think about it. Like her fans are Swifties and his last name is Kelsey. But then how do you know it's Swifty and like Swifty's already thing? If you can't be yeah. something that's already thing, it has to be new. Yeah. Well, it definitely can't but be. Tavis t- doesn't just sound no, right. It can't be it Tavis. It sound sounds right. like a rental car. We can't have it sound <laughs> like a rental car. Kelsey. And you can't say Kelsey because Kelsey stays Kelsey. Like you can't tell it's different. So you're well, saying it's gotta be trailer, like a movie trailer. His uh his last I name's actually Maato, I thought. Isn't Travis's last name Maato? Yeah. Oh, In the State Farm your home in auto. Yeah. Mahato Swift. Maybe that'll work. Uh my favorite pop culture moment though, Pepper. Let's go back to Caitlin Clark and Iowa basketball. Uh, Jason Sudeikis was at an Iowa game I and they know, put him, he I was, saw that. Super was there too. Sitting next to Super, right? Yep. And they put him on the Jumbotron and he gave the people what they want. He did the Ted Lasso dance, which he used to do on Saturday Night Live on What Up With That. Yes, uh, but that was just a great moment because I love Ted Lasso. It's one of my favorite shows ever. I have a Believe poster up here. Um, so seeing him do that at the Iowa basketball game was like a nice pop culture sports moment. Have you also seen the video of him um, shooting with Brianna Stewart? Yes. I don't yes. know he was a college basketball player. Apparently he was. He was like, shoot, he like made like whatever, how many threes in a row, like totally keeping up with her. I was like, oh my God. Lefty amazing. too, lefty. Yeah. It always looks good yeah. coming from the lefty. I don't know. All right. Well, I feel like I, I, again, I tried to think back to the entire 12 months. And so I went earlier yeah. in and my pop culture moment of 2023, because I think a lot of people forgot about this because of Taylor and Travis, which is totally warranted, totally understandable. But what about Rihanna exposing that she was pregnant during the Super oh Bowl? My I mean, that was you know I mean? big time. And, I, you know, I was at the game and uh, another one of our Q's classmates, friend of ours, Sean Dorcellis, was at the game as well. He was sitting in a different section and he goes is she pregnant and i was like no i don't think so i don't think she's pregnant and then she did that and i was like what are you are you a psychic like you have to tell me something now can you just sense when women are pregnant i think he was just shooting a shot and hoping for the best and he got it right so i got to give him some credit but that was a big time moment it was cool to see it yeah you know i completely forgot about that i feel like my life works in school years and sports season so like it really i only remember like September through January now because that's what school has yeah. been. Everything else feels like that's sixth grade. It's a whole different year. Whole yeah, different yeah. pepper. It's a new. It's a whole different era. Good one. Nice, Good nice, one. well played. Well, usually, I mean, that's a that's a nice call by Sean because usually, if you ask if a woman is pregnant, you're a rude boy. Yeah. Um, but right. With, in that case, he was correct. Yeah, he shined bright like a diamond. He did. Okay, last topic is what we're most looking forward to in 2024. And for this one, I've got two answers. 
My first is the Super Bowl, um, which I always forget is in January because when it's the next year, I always forget it's at the beginning of the year, but I'm really excited. Um, not only for Usher, for the game as well. Um, <laughs> just is there a game? Why, yeah. I, wasn't, I was just looking forward to Usher. Honestly, I think I my football knowledge really grew when I started watching I was old enough to stay up late enough to want to watch the halftime performances because then you have to watch the first half and then you just mm-hmm. have to learn football. But it's really for the music. Obviously. <laughs> I, I respect the honesty. That's important. <laughs> no, I am actually really excited to see who um, gets to play in the Super Bowl. Have you heard the whole it's scripted thing from like the Super Bowl pictures? Uh, yes. Like the logo? Yeah, we're seeing with the colors. Yeah, with the colors for each team, and they came out with another logo, which is apparently supposed to be different teams. I was like, what is going on? But it is weird that it matches up. I have to say that. It's weird. And that would be, I think it would be uh, Niners-Ravens if that was the case this year. Right, that's what they were saying, mm. yeah. Um, and then my second thing that I'm most looking forward to is Gotham FC. They just won um, the NWSL championship, but they signed – However, like four amazing free agents, which is just crazy to me. Um, and I'm really excited as a New Yorker to see that team continue to grow because they just won. So what more could happen? But um, I'm really excited for that. Hopefully I'll be able to get out to more games next season. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we're getting all the sports involved, which I think is good here. There's a lot to look forward to. I think this is a, a busy year of sports. I'm going to have to be a company. Yeah. In some respects. Oh my gosh, the Olympics! Oh, here we go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we, we, for the Olympics, we get to go to we get to go to Paris for the Olympics. Paris. And things are happening. I got to learn French. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to assimilate to the culture there. But it's gonna be fun. I, I think it's the first Olympic summer wise that actually has fans since Rio in 2016. So in in 2021, Tokyo because of COVID, that right. back year they they didn't have any fans, and so. There were a couple of new events, one of which included the 3x3, which the United mm. States women won with Kelsey Plum and Big Mama Steph leading the way. And so we'll see her. if that will continue now in 2024, but with actual fans there to see it. And I think the, the most important part of all of it is that everybody, in terms of the time change here, it's not as drastic as it was in Tokyo. So the, the events will be going on during the middle of the day in America, which will be really cool. Right. Um, yeah, and that's perfect timing for me because when it's early or late, I'm like, I'm a kid, I have to go to bed. Like, let's be real about this. Um, so Tokyo was tough. It was a lot of watching replays. Um, I also think there's a lot of really cool, um, sports that are being added this year, like, like, like sports climbing, skateboarding, surfing. That's really cool too. Um, and they're bringing softball and baseball back, which is a big deal for me. I love baseball slash softball. Um, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, I, for, I like completely forget about the Olympics. That is a really big deal. Yeah, yeah. we'll be there. We'll be ready. I, I also heard Pepper that uh, as part of sport climbing being added, they're going to have Noah try it on mm-hmm. camera. It'll be Noah and Mike Tariqa. Really? They're going to have some croissant and then try sport climbing together. <laughs> oh, I've got to see that. Yes, now. America. Yeah. See, you don't have to speak French to speak French. You, it's the easiest language to fake it. Just je m'appelle, je ne sais quoi, question, mademoiselle. You can you can fake your way through a conversation in French. That's Yeah. That's so that true. that'll be fun. We're excited to watch that. In the interest of being company men here, Noah, 
what I'm most looking forward to in 2024 is the Celtics raising banner 18 <laughs> and breaking the tie with the Lakers for the most NBA championships because uh, in case anyone isn't aware, if you're not up to date on the standings, the Celtics are the best team in the NBA. I'm um, mm. at the midway point. That is a fact. That's not an opinion. They've had one of the toughest schedules. You look at the advanced metrics. They're also number one. They might have five all-stars this year. If I have anything to say about it, they will. Maybe maybe six all-stars, maybe seven. Who knows? Really, the, the ceiling is the roof in terms of how many Celtics can make the all-star this, game. It sounds like the Heatles introductory press conference. <laughs> <laughs> not five, not six, not seven. But what we do know is there will be one banner in 2024, and that will go to the Boston Celtics. So that's what I'm most looking forward to. Now, Pepper, let me let me just say this. The Celtics did play the Clippers, and Drew did do the game. However, Kawhi Leonard did not play in that game. Uh, Drew, are you excited to see the Celtics and the Clippers? And again, I'm, I have no affiliation with that team now. I right. just was with that team. Pepper and I, of course, have that broadcast forever. So we, we always love for that organization. Are you concerned at all? when Kawhi does play, what that matchup will look like. Because in my four years there, they had some classic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, well uh, to before answer. Before you say that, my no. biggest concern is the fact that Kawhi is always hurt. But mm. Not this That's year. Pepper dropping <laughs> fact bombs. Um, no, no, I'm not concerned because I don't know if Kawhi is worth the 50 points that the Celtics beat the Clippers by mm. in Crypto.com Arena. That game was such a laugher that we had the Celtics owner and Donald Faison join the broadcast in the second quarter because Donald is portraying Wick or a character based on him on NBC, which you can see on Peacock. It's called Extended Family. They came on the show to talk about their sitcom instead of the actual game because we blew them out by so much. So, no, I'm not worried. We? We? we. Oh, I'm sorry, are you on the team? Are you no, on the Boston Celtics? I'm working on my French. We, we. So, we... <laughs> Is oh, yes, okay. and and yeah. we beat the we beat the Clippers. So, top yeah. goes. Yes, beat the Clippers. yes, beat the Clippers. That's that's, that's right. Sense. Don't that's don't right. let him speak to your class. His grammar clearly is not up to snuff. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Okay. So personally, what I'm most looking forward to in 2024 is my book coming out. I don't know if you guys know, but I did write a children's book, and it comes out in exactly 12 days. Whoa! Is very right. I know January thirtieth. It's really coming up. Um, at the start of the year, I was like, "Oh, thirty days till my book comes out." Twelve days. That happened really quickly. Um, and I know I keep talking about it, but I'm really, really proud, and I'm really excited for everybody to be able to read it. Um, and for it to be available, and I'm really just really excited to share it. So that is my personal looking forward to most in 2024, as well as starting eighth grade which is kind of a big deal. You've got to be the first person ever who said, I'm looking forward to my book coming out and starting eighth grade in the same year. <laughs> wow. That's pretty impressive. What's exciting about eighth grade is there's a lot more responsibility, but also it's really, I think it'll be really fun um, because there's a lot, they're looser on the rules at my school. Uniform changes a little bit because I go to uniform school and then they can wear whatever shirts they want. So there are other responsibilities do we have to take a test to see if we're going to get into other high schools? Yes, but that's like later on in the year. So we're not going to focus on that right now. I definitely haven't started studying yet. I'm definitely no. going to wait until after spring break. Yes, yeah. as yeah. you should. Out of sight, out of mind. You're good. Exactly. Exactly. Focus on the book for now. And do we get signed copies? Does everyone who comes on the podcast get a signed copy of the book? I hope so. 
I hope so too. I'll have to ask my publishers just to make sure that that's okay. It's the most baller thing I actually, I've ever unfortunately, All my friends in school are like, will you buy me a copy and then sign it for me? I'm like, if you buy the copy, I'll sign it for you. How about that? Good business. That's just good yeah. business. That's just, that's, that's why you wrote a book because you, you know exactly how to manufacture then the sales of the book. That's high level. Exactly. I just wanted money. No, that was the whole point of the book. Again, the honesty. Top tier. <laughs> All right. So before we close out, um, just remind everybody where they can find you on social media and what you have coming up, just to make sure everybody's tuned in. Uh, all right, I'll go first. Uh, my social media is Droodle25, Drew, D-L-E, 25, which, Pepper, I actually made when I was around your age. That's when I made my Twitter account, and uh, all my social media is the same thing. And make sure you watch the Celtics on NBC Sports Boston, pop up on ESPN here and there, but uh, enjoy the ride as the Celtics roll to another championship. Noah, where can we find you? Yeah, I mean, you're just tempting fate, which I really <laughs> respect. I respect the confidence, but the more you say it, the more the receipts will be there. So sure. I'm excited to see it all develop. Uh, I'm probably less less you know prevalent on social media than Drew is. The Drudel handle has, has done him a lot of good. I will say that dating back to the days at school, I'd say a lot of people were questioning, why yes. Drudel? What, what what caused the Drudel? Or where did that Drudel come from? And he What's really wrong with you? He didn't really have an answer. <laughs> For any of them. And most specifically, what's wrong with them? Didn't have an answer for yeah. you. So uh, it's done them well. For me, you can find me at NoEagle15 on all platforms. And realistically, more specifically, you can find me on NBC and Peacock doing a variety of events on Yes Network. Where we've got Nets and Clippers this weekend, which is going to be so nice. And a lot of oh, it's so out. tough for you. So <laughs> tough for you right here. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a little bittersweet, no matter what happens. But it'll be fun. And then, you know, uh, Nickelodeon for the Super Bowl. So if if you want to get locked in on a little slime action, we'll be there oh, with yeah. SpongeBob and Patrick from Bikini oh, Bob. We'll definitely be tuning in. We'll yes. Definitely be tuning in. Oh, please do. Oh, Drew, I forgot to ask you. I was watching. Um, going through channels i saw corgi racing on and i was wondering if you ever if you ever tune in more because i feel like it's right up your alley yeah i have an alarm set on my phone every time there's corgi racing on tv it's funny when that happens I, my phone blows up because i'm like the corgi guy so people will find it on social media and send it to me and first time i did sports center it was in the top 10 the corgi race and i demanded oh. I demanded to do the even numbers because it was number 10, which was not right. It should have been number one, mm. but I was just happy that it made the top 10. And then that gave me an excuse to show yeah. my Corgi socks. Pepper, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but Drew actually requested to ESPN that he change his last name from Carter to, Cor to Corgi. So he could be Drew <laughs> Corgi and they, they actually denied him. So that it they, didn't, yeah. didn't go through, unfortunately. But Big shocker there. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to have an animal name as my last name. Like, yeah. no. Pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> It's pretty cool. I'm a vegetable. Yeah, you are. You know what? But that is neat. That. You know what? Google yeah. always wants to autocorrect my name to pepper parsley. Like, I'm not a recipe. I'm a person. You don't want to be a double food? <laughs> you don't want to be a veggie tail? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, when I watch Gordon Racing, it's so funny. Like, 
because I, I have a dog too. He's not a corgi, um, but he is absolutely adorable and the cutest dog on earth. And that will not be debated. Mm. Um, and I when first, he maybe. runs, he's very agile. And so with watching the corgis is so hilarious. He's like a running dog. Um, but it's it's hilarious. I have one friend who her entire laptop is covered with different variations of guess what corgi butt stickers. Oh. And I can't explain it, yes. but I everyone else are for it. Because why wouldn't they? Yeah. I think I could be friends with her as well. She, she's got a friend in me if she loves corgis. <laughs> right. And she's begging her parents um, for a corgi, I think, actually every day. But um, it hasn't worked out for her so far. Noah, um, I feel like I need to check out the, sh- the shoe closet. Uh, oh, no, no, no. It's, it's grown exponentially, unfortunately, Pepper. Has but, it? Yeah. I mean, as you know, I have an issue. It's probably right. Now, I would much rather be addicted to this than a variety of other things. So I'll take that. However, on my bank account, it's not that great. And I've moved apartments since the last time, obviously, we were doing the broadcast together on the West Coast. I moved to the East Coast and I wasn't here because I was still working in L.A. when I had to look for the apartment. So my mom and sister helped look for the apartments for me. And they said, well, what do you need? I said, "Uh, closet space. That's got to be the number one. So they found me a place that has not one, not two, but three closets. And all three of them have shoes. So it's been uh, been a nice. Where do your clothes go? Don't worry about it. Irrelevant. Yeah, don't worry about it. I, I, if I, you know what, I can just figure it out. I just kind of figure it out. Shoes first. Shoes more. You know, right. you know how it goes. I know exactly. I see you. I've been, I've been staring right. at you the entire time. Yeah. Well, these are my prized possession right here because getting your hands on Kobe's is incredibly difficult. Yes, I've been researching and begging god for reverse grinches for the longest time and every time i look i see an extra zero next to what should be thirty dollars and it's very frustrating yeah well they don't make it simple they don't make it simple but one day i feel like those reverse grinches are coming your way and those things are awesome yeah yeah they are (sighs) i feel like once i'm an adult and my shoe size is the same i might end up like you but You'll collect. You no, know, holding back for now. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a, I mean, that's what happened. I already have way too many shoes. You see, but that's what happened. Once I got to a size and I knew I wasn't changing, I'm like, all right, now we can really get serious about this. You know, now we can right go. Now we can really get serious. Exactly. Because <laughs> right now it's just necessity shoes and shoes I get for jobs, right? Correct. Basketball sneakers season because I get given a lot, and then like sneakers like dogs or air forces and running shoes for me like you need variety it's important well, so i just got uggs which are sneakers that. but i do Ooh. like them but so i it sounds like if yeah. you could choose one shoe to get it would be the reverse grinches so you're a big kobe fan but is that your favorite shoe of all time or do you have a, a different one now because it can change it can always evolve right i think I have to go to the closet for this. Give me one second. We're going to have to cut this out because you can't hear me when I walk. So. <laughs> it's all right. Drew will just talk about his his obsession with all birds. <laughs> Dude, they sent me four pairs. Check this out. They finally did? Of yeah, what? Not, not as like an ambassador or anything, but Belby had the hookup, so they sent me all these shoes. Oh, my gosh. Don't, don't start with all birds, Pepper. It'll be an addiction. You'll be addicted like Noah. Don't just okay. don't, don't go to Allbirds. 
You don't want that in your life. Yeah. And that's coming yeah. from someone Maybe whose last name is literally a bird. Right. Right. So I know I have to take that seriously. Okay. So I have my favorite pair of speakers here. Are it's very difficult for me to pick a pair, but right these I have. This is mm. not my current shoe size. These are purple Kyrie's, which I begged for, and they were my first ever basketball sneakers that I wore when I played on a team, like in games. Nice. And that was right before COVID, when I was like eight or nine. So that's kind of a big deal. Um, these unfortunately do not fit me anymore. These are the keeps two freshes, um, and I love them. So some sneakers I just keep around because for display, obviously. Okay. Um, Kobe's are definitely up there, um, and these very special to me as well they are my customized sabrina ones which oh, i did for yeah and they say fire and ice they're actually signed cooler. yeah um and so that was a really awesome experience being able to customize my own shoes but if, if there was any pair that i would actually do anything for not anything anything reasonable definitely <laughs> the reverse crunches i feel that's understandable if i had those if i had those here they would be very high on my list you know yeah. very high i get that i get that big time no what's your favorite pair of shoes ever it's yeah. hard to say but i still like it, it's hard to say I, because you have so many yeah yeah i mean pepper asked me this a couple of years back it's probably still the same answer which is jordan fours i love fours yeah. i've got five or six pairs of them now which is probably too many but i love threes and ones too so of the collection of all of those i i can vary it up on a day-to-day -day basis i got different colors to match different outfits if i want to go with a suit i can do it if i don't want to go with a suit i don't have to do it they're versatile you know comfortable and durable which i like yeah but i'd say they're pretty sweet those yeah. jordans some have told me that they're pretty sweet they're pretty sweet. Yeah. We get we gotta get you guys some green Jordan ones. That's what you wear if you're a fan of the uh the Boston Celtics. Yeah, they're... I actually have some black and white Jordan ones, you know, that okay. really well when I walk into Barclays Center. Mm, nice. And you're there with seven of your closest friends for mm -hmm. a Mets game. I mean, Pepper did just say that at the Liberty Games, they sell that place out. Oh, yeah, right. Place oh, yeah. Electric for uh New York Liberty Games. For the Liberty, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> um, one of my classmates just got a pair of military style Jordan fours. Uh -huh. Um, and what's funny about it is she has to bring every time she wears them to school, she has to bring another pair of sneakers because she refuses to wear them on the stairs because she's Smart. gonna crease them. I don't want to crease them. So we she carries these from class to class. She wears them to put them on at the start of class, and when she has to walk, she switches out into her like regular day to day sneakers. So, so what you're telling me? Like that is some commitment. Day. Yeah, you go to school with some real ones, is what you're telling me. Yeah. That's right. a real one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you know. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. I feel like sneakers should be so much less expensive because they're just, they're just, um, yeah, I but just want we, them. We want them, as much as them. We wouldn't want them because they're expensive, is why we want them so badly. That's what they do to us. Isn't it just the style? For me, I just like how they look. But maybe once I have more access to my own money, that might be a factor. Once you start selling those books, Pepper, you can buy those reverse Grinches. Now <laughs> we know why you wrote the book. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh yeah. I, think, I actually think the dedication of the book is not to your parents, not to any of your friends. <laughs> 
it's to, do, to my future too. reverse Grinch pony. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for joining me. This was so much fun. Um, and a great way to kind of wrap up the year, even though it's already started, but we're not too far into January. Um, and to kind of do a little preview of what's to come for 2024, which is crazy to me, clearly, because every time I write the date, I want to write 12 slash 30 slash 23. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like every year starts and I'm still writing the last year's date. And that's frustrating to my teachers when they I hand in a test and it says 23 on it. And that can be slightly confusing, but it's not my fault. It's January. Okay, I will get there. I mm-hmm. promise. Um <laughs> But just for now, you know, it's sort of an adjustment. And this is a good way to ease your way into the year, kind of doing a wrap-up and setting forward the new year. I love it. That's that's high vibes, top-tier vibes. And we appreciate you having yeah. us on, Pepper. Yeah, thanks, Pepper. Yeah, I'm glad we were able to get all three of us on at the same time. You know, school kind of takes up a lot of my schedule, so it's tough to figure it out. Yeah, it's not like it's important or anything. Yeah, of course not. 